0: Recording in progress. Uh, so we're recording. Hello. Uh, for everyone who's here and who couldn't make it, uh, glad you're here or watching. So um, I know we talk a lot about you know salvation um, in this in this Bible study, uh, and there's a, there's a few reasons for it. Number one, it's absolutely critical. But number two, um, we've been adding members, and and because it's so critical, I like going back to it and um, and making sure everyone understands the mechanism in which we're saved as as christians but um firmly established okay we are saved by the grace of god through our faith how in the world do you know if you're saved or not um i think this is something that christians really really struggle with you know yeah you 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 believe in jesus but you know I'm just going to I'm just going to be right out there with it, okay? This is the purpose of Bible Bible study. It's it's to be real with people. Um you've got you've got some issues, okay? Uh maybe, you know, like with me. You have you have anger issues. Or, you know, right now in the Christian community, um porn addiction is massive. Uh it really is a very big problem in in men and women, but But there's a lot of statistics, you know, for for men about porn addiction in our in our day and age. You know, are you still going to heaven, even though you struggle with these things? There's tons of things we struggle with greed, right? Greed's a big problem in our day and age. It's it's the whole it's one of the cornerstones of what of of American philosophy. Get all that you can when you can. Um that's a big thing greed so can you lose your salvation if you get baptized and you truly believe in jesus as your lord and savior can you lose your salvation so we're covering all of this tonight and um i've got some real sharp bible verses that that really i think the holy spirit was just kind of knocking on my thick skull saying hey joseph uh this one okay no not that one that one so (laughs) i think uh you're going to enjoy that all right so There's uh, one, two, three things that you need to keep in mind when asking yourself, um, I love Jesus, but did I just do something that's going to hurl me into the depths of hell? (laughs) And those three things are love, obedience, and humility. Do you have a love for God? Do you have a love for Christ? Do you have a love for God's word? Obedience. Do you generally want to be obedient? Do you generally, the trajectory, and you could go through seasons of just like, you know what, God, I don't know what the heck you want with me anymore. Find somebody else. I'm not your dude. Leave me alone, right? You can go through seasons like that, but the general trajectory of your life is, is it, I I love you, Jesus, direct me. Put me where you want me to be put me where i should go tell me what you want and then i'll do it is that the general trajectory of your life do you seek obedience do you seek knowledge from god are you seeking jesus that's number 2 number 3 uh number 3 humility do you, do are you humble a- and not not in like um like a societal way but in a way that 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 truly um as much as you possibly can understand the your your spot in the great cosmos and and in in god's light are you humble do you do you think about god and say i'm just i'm just a human being it's in your hands god it's in your hands jesus direct me i what am i i'm i sin that is what i do i sin i try and overcome sin You are perfect, God. Do you have that type of humility? If the answer to those questions generally is yes, then you are saved. And I'm going to prove it to you tonight with the Bible. So let's start with number one, love. What do you love? Do you love selfish worldly things or do you love values and principles that are found in the Bible and preached by Jesus? Do you accept Jesus as your savior and are grieved by worldliness and injustice? Are there things on the news that make you could go, "Oh, you know, this I can't anymore with this. This is it's getting too it's like does does this stuff grieve you? You know, when you see these wildfires in Canada and then the smoke billowing down to, you know, what, what now the central part of the United States and some of the east coast. Are you, are you grieved by that or are you callous in your heart? And you're like sucks to be them like which one are you you know if if your general answer is i I, it's awful i can't look at it or it's awful i wish there was something i could do about it that's a really good indication that you are saved and i'm going to prove that to you tonight we're going to look at psalms 119 verses 89 to 96 no just just the no, just just Psalms itself, Psalms one nineteen. Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay. Yeah. So it's a little you know, it's it's not perfect, but it's what we got at the moment. I'm gonna read it, yeah. So, uh, Psalms 119, verses 89 to 96. This is what it says. Your eternal word, O Lord, stands firm in heaven. Your faithfulness extends to every generation, as enduring as the earth you created. Your regulations remain true to this day, for everything serves your plans. If your instructions hadn't sustained me with joy, I would have died in in my misery. I will never forget your commandments. For by them you give me life. I am yours. Rescue me. For I have worked hard at obeying your commandments. Though the wicked hide along the way to kill me, I will quietly keep my mind on your laws. Even perfection has its limits, but your commands have no limit. So we're going to focus like a laser beam here on verses 92 and 93, which is. If your instructions hadn't sustained me with joy, I would have died in misery. I will never forget your commandments, for by them you give me life. This is, through the Bible, philosophically speaking, proof positive, and this is echoed again with Jesus, um, that God's commandments, his, his, his promises um, is what sustains us and gives us life. There is nothing that we can do to sustain ourselves and bring life to us. There's nothing that we can do to bring us joy either. Right here, if your instructions hadn't sustained me with joy, I would have died in my misery. This this here shows us that seeking seeking love and loving the Lord, loving Jesus is what brings us that that eternal life. Um questions or concerns or thoughts nothing.
1: So you're talking about character.
0: Yeah. Someone's yeah. character. Mhm. Yes. But your your character is not your own. Right. I, I mean you you have aspects of yourself, and then there's the aspects of Jesus. and when you accept Jesus as your Lord and Savior, God gives you a new heart, and the you that lo- that heart loves Jesus and you strive to be more like Jesus. So eventually you see less of yourself and more of Jesus through your actions mm-hmm. through what you what you think and speak and say and act and so. It's a little bit more than just character. It's it's yeah, um, yeah you you know you're saved when
1: it's like a foundation. Yeah. Uh, if you have good character as a foundation. It's it's more or it's clearer to see yes the path that's in front of you when making choices. Mm-hmm. You know, if someone yes. doesn't like that good character. I always say evil is the word backwards. Live live is the word evil and when you live backwards
0: right sometimes
1: you put put on evil
0: to tack on to that that's that's a life lived with christ and for christ
1: yeah
0: feeding feeding the spirit is how you build on that
2: foundation and of course feeding the flesh kind of takes you back kind of pulls you back to your base form but when but when you feed the spirit that's when you go on that journey to be more like jesus
0: all right so next uh we we were going to bring up obedience okay and we've got a couple of uh we've got three i want to uh verses i want to hit on here as well so obedience let's just get this out of the out of the way here we're going to sin all right we're not sinners we are the righteousness of the Lord as Christians, as as faithful believers of, of Jesus and the Lord. But we do sin, okay? We have put away as as accepting Jesus as our Lord and Savior, Jesus takes our sin and imputes his righteousness onto us so we can accept so God can accept us into heaven. But we still sin, all right? We're a new creation through through God. So we will sin. That is something that we're going to do. That's part of our nature. Um, but do you try to remain obedient to what the Lord wants? Is the general trajectory of your life moving closer to God and getting to know what he says in his word? Would you directly oppose God knowingly? Do you delight in believing that you've listened and followed through with what God wanted or what he wants? Is that does that describe you as a person who who would knowingly in their heart believe this is what God wanted me to do or I'm right where I need to be? Do you delight in that? Um, there are some people in this world who who directly oppose God. Believe it or not, you know you might call them megalomaniacs, you might call them sick, but there's a lot of them out there who who think you know the idea of god is is hilarious and even if there was a god they would say i don't want anything to do with you you you're you know this that and the other thing um are you the kind of person who delights in being obedient to to god so let's go to john 14 verse 23 Okay, got that? All right. John 14, verse 23. Jesus replied, All who love me will do what I say. My Father will love them, and we will come and make our home with each of them. So Jesus is saying here that um, if you, okay, remember the first piece is love. The second piece that falls in, once with love comes obedience because that's a relationship. Okay? All who love me Will do what I say. All who love me will be obedient to what I'm saying, says Jesus. And as a result, my father will love them and will come and make our home with each of them, meaning heaven. Uh Deuteronomy twenty-eight, one. Okay. Um, I should open up the chat room. There we go uh deuteronomy 28 one now again this is written um, this is Old Testament written in Moses so I want to reach back to this time way before Jesus to kind of show Jesus said it and Moses was preaching it too back when he was setting up the Israelites or when he was leading the Israelites I should say If you fully obey the Lord your God and carefully keep all his commandments that I am giving you today, the Lord your God will set you high above all the nations of the world. So even far before Jesus, Moses was was saying that if you are obedient to the Lord, he will bless you and give you what it is that you need. He will provide you with what it is that you seek. He will set you high above all the nations of the world. Um, John 15, 16 is the next one.
1: Thanks.
0: John 15, 16. Okay, and this is Jesus speaking. You didn't choose me. I chose you. I appointed you to go and produce lasting fruit so that the father will give you whatever you ask for using my name. So here's Jesus saying that as God, the father, you know, obviously we're, we are sinners. We are sinful. Okay. Um, but still God, Jesus chose us. And if we accept that, then we are a new creation and then he appoints us to do what produce lasting fruit so that the father will give us whatever we ask for so so as a person who is saved we're children of god we're a new creation and we can therefore uh what well, he will he will therefore provide for us like a father does that's why we pray in jesus name amen jesus please Please heal Jennifer and her body. Please have her body accept the lungs that you gave her. Those are your lungs, Father. You gave her those lungs. Have her body accept those lungs. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. Okay. Thank you. We do it all the time. (laughs) And then the last part, to know that you're saved. We've covered love. We've shown how love feeds into obedience but then here comes something, something seemingly disjointed, and that's this thing of humility. We sin, but the Lord has called your heart and you answered. Therefore, he saved you. This fact should humble you and create a spirit of sympathy for those unwilling to accept Jesus' sacrifice. Therefore, we work and pray. We did not earn salvation, it's a gift that we cannot lose and this should humble you it should humble your heart to know that at at one point you were unsaved and now you are saved uh you have you have come to humble yourself before the lord you accept the the sacrifice of jesus and now you're saved but can that ever be taken away from you well, we're gonna focus on that now. John six, thirty five to forty. Okay. Um John six, thirty five to forty. I am the bread of life. Whoever comes to me will never be hungry again. Whoever believes in me will never be thirsty, but you haven't believed in me, even though you have seen me. However, those the father, those the father has given me will come to me and I will never reject them for I have come down from heaven to do the will of God who sent me not to do my own will. And this is the will of God that I should not lose even one of all those he has given me, but that I should raise them up at the last day for it is my Father's will. All who see his Son and believe in him should have eternal life. I will raise them up at the last day. Bam. Do you believe in Jesus? Do you believe that he died for your sins on the cross? Yes? Okay. You are saved. And can you ever lose it? No. Right here, from the mouth of Jesus himself, However, verse 37, however, those the Father has given me will come to me, and I will never reject them. I will never reject them. Jesus is God. God makes promises, and for the sake of his own name at the very, uh, for the sake of his own name, his holy name, it comes to fruition. This is the purpose of prophecy, and when Jesus says it, it's the same thing. I will never reject them. John 6, verse 37. We as Christians today, tragically, have somehow started to believe that you can lose your salvation. It is a lie. It is a deception. It's probably from Satan himself. Do you believe Jesus hung on that cross for the things you did wrong, for the things I did wrong? I need a Savior. And I believe Jesus hung on the cross for me. Never going to, it's never going to be taken away from me. You can't rip it from my hands. You can't tear it from my mind. End of story. Done. God has spoken, and it's right here in red. Okay, two more verses. Um, Ephesians two, Uh, verses eight and nine. Okay. Ephesians two verses eight and nine, God saved you by his grace when you believed and you can't take credit for this. It's a gift from God. Salvation is not a reward for the good things we have done, so none of us can boast about it. When you believed in the sacrifice of Christ, you were saved. You didn't, you didn't do anything for it. It's a gift from God. The same God who created the universe, the same God who created this world, the same God who created you, the same God who breathed life into your lungs and keeps it there today has given you yet another gift. That you're going to go to heaven simply because he's just that good. Do you love him? Do you love God? Do you love Jesus? Will you accept that sacrifice? Because it's a hard road in this world. If the answer is yes, you're going to have tough times. You're going to fall back into sin. You're going to have people mocking you. you you're going to be persecuted in one way or the other. Some extreme, some not so extreme. But you're gonna be persecuted. You might, in that, in the face of all of that, become cowardly and fall. But the general trajectory: Do you love God and His laws? Are you trying to be obedient? Do you pray and and ask for forgiveness? You know, these are the characters of a person who is saved. Look at the character of a person who is, you know, probably quite obviously not saved: drug addiction, constant lying callousness you know just the the things that these that that these types of people do it's always you know um always dark and and bad and, and reaps nothing good they don't even try okay last one romans 4 13 to 17 Okay, Romans 4, 13 to 17. Clearly, God's promise to give the whole earth to Abraham and his descendants was based not on his obedience to God's law, but on a right relationship with God that comes by faith. If God's promise is only for those who obey the law, then faith isn't necessary, and the promise is pointless. For the law always brings punishment on those who obey it. The only way to avoid breaking the law is to not, Have a law to break. So the promise is received by faith. It is is given as a free gift. And we are all certain to receive it, whether or not we live according to the law of Moses, if we have faith like Abraham's, for Abraham is the father of all who believe it. So at the time of Abraham, there wasn't a law of Moses. Uh, The Ten Commandments had not been written. But yet God so loved Abraham, he promised that he would multiply his descendants more than the stars in the sky. What in the world could Abraham have done to incur such an incredible blessing? The answer is nothing. All Abraham did was look up and believe that, that there is, there is a, a one God and that he loves the world and loves him. And God returned that love to, to Abraham. And was willing to to show it. Uh, Abraham was willing to show it through um, almost sacrificing his son to to God. And then later, these this tribe of of Abraham's descendants becomes Moses, and and then therefore the Ten Commandments ends up coming about. But this was many 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 years later. There's there's nothing, and this is this is the same God. It's the same eternal loving God. The same God of justice, the same God of righteousness, the same God of wrath, the same God that that gave us Jesus, the same God that presides on the throne today. It's the same God Abraham walked with. And if Abraham was able to to earn uh, or to to have God's love, not by earning it or doing anything, then the same must be applied to ourselves. So that's it. How do you know you're saved? Do you love the Lord? Are you obedient to his word? And does that, does that humble you? If the answers to those questions are generally yes, I'll see you in heaven. I heard there's going to be a really awesome feast. (laughs) Uh, We've got eight minutes left. So I'm told, okay, Zoom kind of cuts corners, but uh, questions or comments? Um, And I'll I'll ask maybe uh, Christine. We haven't heard from you yet today.
1: Do I look that confused? <laughs> I am confused.
0: No, you don't look confused. Uh I was just we haven't heard from you, so. Oh
1: I I am confused. I I, so, I have so on your hands or mouth. All right. Um Well my first question was I, I thought you were saying that that, you know, you yeah, you have happened. to have faith in order to have a place in heaven. I got that. Um but what about what about people who do have faith, do believe in God, but they do something, let's just say one thing that's bad or a couple things that are bad. I mean, so in life not everything is always so black and white. There could be sure. people Yeah. there could be people that do something Maybe they even know it's a sin when they do it. Of course, but we they, do the- in their, but in their heart, they do believe in God and they have accepted God as the Savior.
0: You are yeah. not going to lose your 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 salvation. That you're going to have times when that happens, and you're going to have seasons in your life where you you maybe you even maybe you even walk away from God. Okay, look at the Attitude. Israelites did, and He never left them. Look at yet. Yeah, correct. Look at Adam and Eve. They, they, they created this whole mess mm-hmm. and yeah. they're in heaven. Mm-hmm. All right. Um. There are going to be seasons and times in your life where you, you, you create a mess for yourself, but generally, do you love the Lord? Do you love Jesus? Does that compel you to obey his word? Are you obedient? And as a result, does, is there a humility among uh, about you that, um, that that says, you know, Jesus died for my sins, even this one that I'm doing right now, you know, I can't believe I'm still saved. You know, the, the answer is generally yes. If that is if that is generally how your life goes from beginning to end, that on the day you, you know, you you pass, and your life has gone in that general direction, then yeah, you are saved. And there's there's nothing that's going to take that salvation from you because it's not not anything that you did. God is giving you that grace. Because we do sin, yeah, you know, one of the greatest
2: things you can realize and think about is God is perfect, God saved me. God did all these great things. Uh, he's perfect, but I'm imperfect. and but that's okay because he's perfect and and he has he has grace. I mean, it's not an excuse to have a license to sin, you know, whenever you want, however you want but yeah, that that, that in itself humbles you right is like even though let all me just of uh, us let are, me just interrupt you right here stuck. for a second Ian
0: yeah um a a a person who who hears this and says great I could do whatever I want then right that's not okay. a person who's saved because they don't they don't truly love Jesus anyone who okay let me throw this one at you Christine you love Kurt would you ever uh no you love kurt as a result of your love for kurt you have accepted um to live your life according to certain parameters and and vice versa for example you have two children you you wake up you take care of your children take care of yourself take care of your husband you go to bed at night right those are the parameters as a result of your love for for your, your husband, your love for your children that you've imposed on yourself. You're obedient to that servitude because you love them. And the same thing works for for Jesus. The same thing works for God. Are you going to have bad days? 100%. Are you going to have de- days where you know, you, you're yelling and screaming at each other, slamming doors, and, and maybe you go through spans of years where that happens, right? Or maybe you don't. Um, but at the end of at the end of your of the, uh, when everything is all said and done, when you're at the gates of heaven, if your life generally was spent in servitude for that love, gates are open. Plus, you know? God
2: won't let you sink too far if you find yourself stuck in your vices, right? He does put situations in our lives that that pulls us back towards where He wants us.
0: Right now, I got, I got. Th- Three minutes left supposedly. Um my mom, I know you're there. Do you have any questions or comments? Dad too, yeah. I, I'm sorry. I so quiet today. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm always quiet, but you know, uh, I don't know, not not really. I mean it's so, trying to get my head around the whole thing, you know. Okay. Yeah, I mean, and we can definitely, you know, approach this next week again too. Um mom, anything? Mm-hmm.
1: Oh, I don't think so. Thank you.
0: All right, Jennifer.
1: I'm good, Joe. That was a good, good. Uh, explanation.
0: Okay. Um, I think what I'll do is I'll just uh I'll email this <laughs> this video out to everyone, and um you know those who who couldn't be here we miss you. Um, you know, mom, dad, I know you're sick. Uh, we missed you tonight. <clears throat> so um I'm glad uh you know everyone else was was able to um to make it. And uh Carolyn, um, you know, I, I know you're you know you're busy, but you know, we missed you too. Uh so you know we'll uh email this out. Hopefully uh won't give me a problem emailing it out. <laughs> but uh there it is. All right, folks. All right, Love Joe. You. Have a good night. Love All right, good night, everybody. Hey okay, guys,
1: good to see you again.
0: Yep. <laughs>